Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for uh, Tales of Jamora: The Kraken's Wake, our bi-weekly D&D stream that we do. Uh, we are once again doing this online, as we are still all uh, whisked away uh, at home. Um, uh, Tuck will be joining, uh, joining, joining us shortly, uh, as he is still wrapping stuff up at church. Uh, which, you know, if, if you had made that statement like 40 years ago with Dungeons and Dragons, people would be like, I can't even imagine that statement being uttered. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, as far as any announcements go, uh, there is, um, some Tales of Jamora related content up on the Patreon right now, uh, just talking about ability scores for patrons, so check that out. Um, uh, but I think that's pretty much it. Um, oh, as always, we do have merch in the store for Tales of Jamora. So I'm going to put a link in the chat there, shop.8-bitadventures.com. So, uh, let's get this show on the road because we're only doing two hours tonight and, uh, we definitely have something that will take a while. Yes. So... Let us part the veil of reality and roll that beautiful bean footage. And we're back. Welcome. Uh, I forgot to say our catchphrase to kick that off, but that's okay. I'll remember one of these days. <laughs> one of these days I will remember. So let us set the scene. Uh, and we're going to set the scene with Jacobin. Last we left up, you and Wilhelm uh, had uh, sort of taken yourselves aside. To have a discussion. Uh, it was... There had been some uh, of the stores of Adamantine had gone missing. Um, it seems. WTF, mate. Yeah. Uh, and Wilhelm uh, was letting you know that there had also been reports of pirates doing these uh, intermittent raids on the town. While we were um, gone? While you guys were gone. Okay. Uh, and it was something that, like, they were just kind of... They had just... We're doing some accounting, uh, like, after you guys had gotten back um, and found that there was some of the... Uh, basically, it, it wasn't a lot. It was just enough that, like, it could go unnoticed for some period of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but adamantine being adamantine, that's still worth a boatload of money. Uh, so, uh, the two of you had decided, um, to, uh, go investigate, and when you went to look for the others, uh, they were gone. Um, but you found, uh, that they were basically going to the other side of the island, um, and had decided to make your way 
through the jungle, uh, taking the most direct route that you can. Sorry, who went to the other side of the island? Uh, you and Wilhelm. Oh, okay, I'm following them. I'm following the party. Well, so you and Wilhelm are basically going on foot through the jungle. Yeah. Whereas the rest of the party drove the boat around and was doing boat gotcha. shenanigans. Question. Uh, yes. What are the dwarves got to say about the missing animantines? Uh, the dwarves are quite unhappy to discover well, do, it. Do uh, they have any information? Um, it, so it looks like it had only gone missing at some point in like the last week. Okay. Um, and it looks like uh, it was um, basically some some clever manipulation of the books uh, that um, none of them unfortunately had noticed prior to today. All right. Um, so, uh, the trek through the jungle is relatively easy, although, uh, it's, you're, you're still trying to acclimate yourself back to the tropical weather after being away for two months. Um, and I'm assuming you're wearing your, uh, your armor. Yeah. So it's, it's quite uncomfortable. Um, but, uh. Yeah, the two of you make it through. Uh, there are no unforeseen complications. Uh, it's either I'm getting wet in the rain back home, or I'm getting wet in my own sweat from here. Uh, it's it's fine, Jacobin. It's fine. Now, I believe it is somewhere on the northwestern parts of the island that we have to go to. I've heard the rumors that I have heard are... There's some sort of landing party out there. If we make good time, we might even be able to meet up with the rest of the crew. Oh, we've got a bit of a head start, but uh, eh, we'll give our best go, right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, you guys make your way through the jungle. Um, and you get to a break. Uh, which you would assume to be when the jungle uh, stops and it goes, you know, uh, it, it opens out into the beach. Um, and you've been walking for, it's about two hours. So you think you've made it pretty, pretty clear because the island's not very big um, and you've made good time. Uh, and you can see um, what looks like, uh, through the jungle, um, there is in fact a camp, uh, and you're able to see a bunch of figures, uh, that are sort of moving around crates and chests and barrels around the camp. Uh, <laughs> how many figures? Um, how many figures? Um, for that, give me a perception check. A wisdom perception check, please. Natural 20. But, uh, minus, minus one. So minus one. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's still plenty good. Um, so, by your estimates, it looks like, uh, seven people are in view. Okay. Um, and, additionally, you also see, uh, your ship. 
docked offshore. Um, and uh, you're able to see um, basically the your your fellow adventurers sort of clamoring aboard. Looks like they're getting ready to launch. Wait. Like, away? No. Uh, sort of, or disembark. Get yeah. off the ship. Get off the ship and make landfall. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um... <sighs> All right, then. As much as it pains me, I'm going to have to just wait it out and let them make the first move. If they've been paying attention to me, though, over these past few months they'll know what I would do in this situation. So we just wait for them to do what I would do. It looks like that they are making their way over to shore. And I think that uh, we won't have to be waiting long, at least. Uh, so, Jacob, I'm going to need you to make a stealth check. <laughs> you got it. Um, I'm going to say Wilhelm is helping you, so you can just make it straight and Normal. not at disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter three <laughs> uh if you want to spend a plot coin to alter the effects of that you oh, can hold, hold on i get plus one four <laughs> <laughs> big change i roll it no this is on brand so let's keep with it okay so yeah, i'm just gonna pull up my uh plot coin rules Um, so, uh, the rest of you that are on the boat, uh, you're making preparations to disembark. Um, it looks like through, for most of you having some capability of traversing across water, uh, uh, so, uh, Twixen, for example, um, I just walk. Yeah, yeah you just walk. Uh, and then I think that basically leaves three for the rest of you. Um, can actually utilize your away vessel. Uh, and not have to swim. Uh, so I'd prefer to not swim. Izelia, uh, this is a vessel docked on the back of the ship that uh, is like a large glass-like bubble surrounded by this crescent um, structure uh, that you are able to get into. It seats three people, um, and it has all manner of controls and levers and buttons inside. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you and Zarin and May get in... Um, you find you're able to use it to uh, navigate yourselves to shore. I gotta say, this isn't difficult enough to get there uh, to warrant uh, a, a water vehicle's check. Um, that said, uh, who is going to pilot? I'm gonna assume yeah, would that would be Zarin you, May. Oh, okay. So we'll say Zarin will. Alright then. Um, Just so I'm going to not have actually cared about knowing how to pilot the ship. At all. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to say, uh, because Zaren is yep. navigation, he can work the controls well enough to just get you to shore, um, mm -hmm. but not enough uh, to be able to get you there stealthily. <laughs> However, when you breach the surface of the water to basically um, get uh, beach yourselves, um, you find uh, that the camp that you saw from the ship uh, appears to be empty. And at this point, when you when you uh, exit your away vessel, uh, Twixen, you uh, sort of shamble your way up out of the water. Where is everyone? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, keep down, keep low, keep quiet. Um, and I'm gonna pull out my sunblade hilt, but not. But not activate, activate it. Blade yet. Okay. Yeah. Um. And. Um. I would like. To um, make a stealth check and see if I can like figure out where they are. Uh, so I mean, I'm gonna have you all make stealth checks to move around unseen. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's gonna be investigation to okay. try and look around for clues. Okay. Can I also do that? Um. So, uh, I'm going to say if, um, May had already said that, um, so I'm just going to have May make that check. Um, so I got a, uh, 23 for my stealth. Okay. I'm also going to need stealth from Twixen and Azelia. I got a 20 on my 20 on, st 20 on stealth. Okay. And I got a modified 20 on my investigation. Okay. 11 on stealth. Okay. Um, and we'll roll for Zarin. Zarin gets a... Stealth, stealth, stealth. And 11 as well. Uh, I mean, that said, it's two rolls above... 20 <laughs> so um yeah uh you guys are able to basically move around pretty pretty quietly and uh you think you're you're unseen um basically mm -hmm. crouching behind uh barrels crates tents uh in uh overgrowth jungle overgrowth uh near the beach um so May, uh, you do find, um, because it's it's a sandy beach, there's all sorts of footprints. Mm -hmm. uh, and you see um, what looks to be uh, a, a sort of newer set of prints uh, of, a, of a group of people uh, heading into the jungle. Okay. Um... um. 
jumping back to Jacobin. Okay. Uh, as you and Wilhelm finish what you were saying, and you try and, like, hunker down into the, uh, overgrowth, uh, trying to hunker down into the overgrowth in your, in your plate armor, and Wilhelm's actually outfitted himself with, like, a breastplate and, you know, some pauldrons and stuff like that, so that he's not nice. just running around with no, no shirt on. Uh... <laughs> What, you mean the oiled up, greasy, like, he, he is safe? He is neither barbarian nor monk. <laughs> um, that, uh, it did, it seemed to actually make a commotion. And, uh, you're able to see the, uh, folks in the camp suddenly, like, perk up and then begin heading in your direction. Um, is there like a rock or something nearby? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I try to like throw it somewhere to make noise away from us to like get them to run in a different mm. direction. Okay. Or like not come directly at us. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to say this is going to be deception. Okay. Uh, I'm not that bad. 14. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh... So, you know, you, you throw the rock and it definitely makes noise and everything. Uh, away, you know, it goes pretty far, about like 30 feet away from you. Uh, clatters against some other rocks and like a, a stream nearby. However, because they were kind of advancing in a direction, they see the direction the rock was being thrown from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, for frontal assault they uh <clears throat> sort of point in your direction <clears throat> uh the there is a hobgoblin uh that is dressed in a manner similar to how you were on the ship uh, that is the one pointing in direction and barks uh, some orders. Um, and uh, the others are an assortment of uh, humans and hobgoblins. And uh, they draw their blades and uh, start to run in your direction. So at this point, uh, we'll roll initiative. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need initiative from everybody. I got an 18. And 18 for Twixen.
<clears throat> May, what did you get? 19. 19 for May. Jacobin. Seven. Seven. Uh, Izelia. Uh, 20. 20. Nice. Uh, and Zarin's not here, so Zarin gets a one. And then we'll start. <clears throat> okay. So, um, so you all hear, uh, the rest of you that are back at the camp, hear this, uh, barking. Um, do any of you speak goblin? Uh, I'm my no. 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 <laughs> nope. Okay, <clears throat> so you just hear uh, this shouting, um, and I'm going to say with some of you, uh, you understand it as goblin, but you don't know what it's saying. It's kind of like I can understand if somebody's speaking <clears throat> French, but I can't understand what they're saying. In yeah, like it sounds like goblin, um, and then you hear Which uh, this sounds like French. Who knew? This, uh, hmm. I'll have to, I will have to think about this. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, we established that's druidic. Uh, <clears throat> so, you hear a commotion coming from uh, the jungle. Um, and actually, at this point, you can see it's probably about 60 feet in uh, a couple of figures. Um, <clears throat> but the jungle gets pretty thick, uh, past that point. The two seas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that thick jungle. Uh, so, Izelia, uh, that's, that's where you are at. So what would you like to do? Because so you are up first. Clear, are, are they in the jungle or are they outside of the jungle? They are in the, they are about 60 feet. So, like, you guys are in the camp on the shore, and just outside of camp is where the jungle starts encroaching. Okay. And how many of them are there? Uh, I'm gonna need a perception check. Um, I'll let you make this as a bonus action. But you guys don't know that. We don't know that, but... Yeah. That's paladin uh, information. 24. Okay. Uh, yes, with your keen elven senses, you are able to determine, uh, it looks like there's seven targets. Alright. I'm going to use my magic missile at okay. level three. So let's see, I should get each turn, okay, three, so I should have two more. Five missiles. And you said there's seven of them, so I'm gonna hit uh, five of them. Okay. Which is gonna be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So per magic missile, you split up each dice, correct? Yes. All right. So one of them's gonna take four. Uh, two of the two of them are gonna take two, 
another one's going to take four. And then the last one's going to take three. So that's four, two, two, four, three. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, the missiles streak out. They find their targets. Um, they wind their way around uh, trees and through underbrush. Uh, Jacobin, you see, just as they're about to get to your position, you see these magic missiles come streaking out from the opposite direction and hit them. Well, close enough to the original plan, I guess. <laughs> uh, May, you are up next. Yes, so you said they're about 60 feet away from us. Uh, they are, although um, the jungle is going to be difficult terrain. I'm going to do something new, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to move and use my action to... And I'm using my action to dash. So I get okay. 35 feet. Yep. Then, as my bonus action, I'm going to use my cunning action to hide and bolts of the, from the grave. Because that's when you use cunning action. Immediately after you use your cunning action, you can make a ranged spell attack against a creature within 30 feet of you, provided you haven't used your sneak attack this turn. You're proficient with it and add your dexterity modifier to its attack. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's let's do this uh, first. In order. Yep. Give me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you definitely believe that you are hidden. Um, um, also, just for flavor, I would have, as we were creeping up, um, changed my glamoured, studded, uh, glamoured leather armor to honestly look like what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> okay. To kind of blend in with the um, forest a little bit. I uh, will say that's for flavor. I'm not giving you any mechanical oh, yeah, advantage for that. Just... So, um, uh, yeah, go ahead, make your, uh, ranged attack, ranged spell attack. Um, <clears throat> I guess it's just a ranged attack, uh, yeah. with advantage. Uh, yeah, 23 will definitely do it. <clears throat> All right. So, nine. 27 damage. Okay. <clears throat> so, the rest of you, uh, and Jacob, and you're, you and Wilhelm are actually able to see this. Yeah, because that replaces my sneak attack. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you see uh, a sort of shadowy bolt of energy come streaking out 
of the jungle and strike one of uh, the crew members in the back. And it's a vicious hit. Um, and uh, you recognize that as May has that capability. Nobody's ever seen... I've never cast before. Uh, I'm going to assume that you have been practicing it during the yeah. two months yeah. <laughs> that... Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys took to come back. Uh, Courtney, please remind me how much damage that was again. 20... Uh, 23? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You want me to remember things now, too, today? I'm, I'm gonna need help remembering stuff because uh, I have a lot to keep track of right now. So. Alright. Yeah, let's say 23. Okay. Next up... Twixen. You said that they're about six. They're about they're about sixty feet in. Uh, the jungle is thickly overgrown, um, so it's going to be difficult terrain to get to them. And part of the commotion you hear is them like hacking away at uh, at vegetation. Okay. 30 feet is that would that not be a standard move then we move so uh you would need to dash in order to move 30 feet in there because uh difficult train costs double movement okay i will dash okay um are you going to use your bo bonus action at all no okay i'm that is Alright. So, uh, this is a hobgoblin, um, that is wearing, like, a skull bandana, uh, both on top of its head and, uh, as well as over its face, um, a la rogue style, um, a la everybody at Target right now, <laughs> uh, and is wearing a suit of chainmail. Um, and uh, brandishes a pistol uh, and points it at you, Jacobin, and uh, fires at you. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Got me. Okay. You take uh, a whole six points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, then, uh, upon seeing that it did not get a good shot off of that, is uh, going to spend the rest of its movement to, to slash its way through the jungle with its long sword. Uh... And basically get right up on your position and says something in Goblin. Uh, but basically, like, points the sword at the two of you. Okay, then. Uh, basically, the rest of the crew um, are going to split up upon realizing that they're uh, essentially have been ambushed. Um... So, 
Uh, two of them are going to continue to cut their way up. Um, they are each going to pull out a pistol and try and fire at you and uh, Wilhelm. Um, I'm going to say at this point, the two of you are actually benefiting from cover now after taking one shot. Uh, so, Josh, what is Jacobin's armor class with a plus two bonus? 20. 20, okay. Um, so, sadly, uh, you are struck again. Uh, but for the one targeting Wilhelm, it, uh, you hear the bullet ricochet and, and hit the sort of fallen log that you two were hiding behind. It's just, it's just Discord. It, we can't do anything about it. Uh, you take another five points of piercing damage. Uh, as far as the other three crew members, one of them is going to uh, basically try and make its way back out of the jungle. Um, it's going to get about halfway. It's got to spend its movement and dash um, to get there. The next one is going to uh, spend its movement and dash uh, and get over to May. Yeah. As your position has been given away. Mm-hmm. I figured... And the other one is going to dash to Twixen. Uh, the one wearing the long coat um, is going to uh, basically continue making its way up and again, take a shot, but this time it's going to fire back at the mage, at Izelia. Um, and sadly, it's outside of the short range for pistols, so it's made with disadvantage. Um, that is going to be a 12. And it has to beat my armor class, or it has yeah, twelve versus your armor class. Uh, my armor class is twelve. Okay, so you are struck uh, with a pistol shot. Girl, can you wear armor? No. I well, so. anybody can wear armor. The question is, do you uh, suffer disadvantage on stuff? Um, you take fifteen points of piercing damage. Oof. Shot through the heart. And again, you hear another shout uh, and pointing um, in Goblin. Jacobin, I you are up. Him? Yes. How, how uh, far and... is this uh, Hobo Goblin? Uh, so there are, um, three 
that are basically right on your position in melee range. That all you got, all you got to do is stand up, and you can hit them over the the log. Oh, I can't guarantee that... this. You can't, can't spin to win. Oh, <laughs> I mean you could someday. Um, and furthermore, uh, Wilhelm is going to assist you. So the first attack that you make is with advantage. Does one of them seem like they're in charge? Uh, the one with the um, skull bandana and the chainmail definitely looks better decked out uh, than the crew who are uh, dressed in leather armor. Oh. Well then, let's go first attack on that guy. Okay. Jesus. Uh, 19... Uh, a 19 will hit. Would you like to spend a plot coin to turn that hit into a critical hit? Well, you're going <laughs> to twist my arm. <laughs> that is one of the uses. Or additional, or you could uh, inflict an injury or a condition. Let's make it a crit. Okay. One critical strike, please. Okay. So, Josh, you have spent your plot coin. And, uh... We're going for the overkill. Yeah. Extra spicy. Which means I have gained a plot coin. Yes, you have. That's why I was, uh, hesitant earlier. Yep. (laughs) Level 3 smite. Wait, oh, hang on. Hang on. Where is... Please. We've got... Yeah, we got it. Smite! There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, I uh I get shot twice. I'm just like, what the hell? And I slap down the helmet visor. Yep. And uh big old wind up. And uh yeah. So many many damages coming many up. Many damages. So geez, what's full damage on that? Uh while you're calculating that, for for the benefit of our audience, uh, we are using what I like to call the Perkins crit rules, uh, which is basically, rather than doing the normal crit rules, is we take uh, the... So one set of your damage dice is maximized. And then you roll any dice that are associated with attack again. Uh... In, rather than, you know, rolling double the dice or rolling and then doubling. Um, so that way you're at least guaranteed you get, you know, a maximum amount on your attack. Right. F- 59 is the maximum right off the bat. Okay. I'll, do, I'll start rolling now. Yep. It makes for very dramatic crits, which I like. They, yes, they do. Yes, they do. But hey, it's better than rolling a one on your crit. So. Did I say it was 52 or 50? What did I say for the original? You said it was 53. Okay. Sure. I, yeah, I can't remember, so we'll go with that. Uh, plus 35. Uh, 88. 88. Uh, so, yeah. First attack. Um, yeah, how would you like to uh, take out 
this uh, this hobgoblin clad in yeah. skull bandanas. Um, I would just like to disintegrate him in the holy radiance of uh, Monk Hatron God. Okay, so you're just gonna <laughs> your way to victory then. Yes. So. Uh, yeah. So as you're swinging the hammer around, it like starts to glow with radiant power, and uh, you hear like a screaming boar uh, as this uh, like glowing boar's head forms at the front of your hammer, and as it impacts, knocks the uh, first mate back into a tree. Uh, where uh, it becomes suffused with the holy energy as it's flying through the air and then just into ash when it hits the tree. I like to imagine there's just a uh, after image of it against the tree, like a police outline type deal. Sure. Definitely. Just... I would think more of like a Pompeii like thing. Oh, maybe. People. Yeah. Uh, that's only the first attack. So It is the first attack. Oh my god. So this next one does not have advantage. Correct. Can, instead of attacking, can I just try to intimidate the other two that are right next to me into submitting? Um, Probably not because they're, it's one action for both attacks, correct? In, yeah. Okay, uh, that's fine. I mean, you can try and grapple or, uh, or knock down. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. Yeah, I know. Continue. <laughs> Jacobin is not a complicated fighter. Nope. Uh, 29. Uh, yes, that will hit. As I said, they're just decked out in leather armor, so. Uh, I'm going to do a smaller smite on this one. Smaller. Smite! A little less spicy. I apologize to anybody that, that is getting tired of that. I never will, so. <laughs> no, I never will. Uh, by using no, a level need... 2 smite on this one. Level 2 smite, okay. We need to bring okay. the smite button back to uh, back with us when we go back to the studio. Uh I don't know how that's going to happen. I know. <laughs> Being real. So. Uh but yes, uh that is uh thank you to to Joe Cat from the Crap Guide to D&D for making that sound bite and providing it to people. 30 37. Okay. Big hit. Uh, definitely rattled it a bit, and it, you know, spits out a couple teeth and uh, and some blood. Um, I'll say this is a, a human male with a, with a scraggly beard, black beard. Um, and the armor is decorated with all sorts of, like, bone motifs on it. Um, definitely hurt. So. Uh, and then Zarin is last up. Uh, Zarin is going to... Let's see, what spells do you have? Let's see... Uh, Zarin is going to target the crew member uh, that is coming back toward the camp and is going 
to uh, throw a firebolt. Uh, and with a 27, that will definitely hit. So 2d10 fire for a total of 12 fire damage. Okay. We are back to the top of the order. Izelia, you're up. All right. I'm angry at the one that shot me. So Okay. So that one, that one uh likely you can see uh is dressed in a sort of uh fine uh leather coat um and and a big hat. Uh All right. But yeah. I'm going to yell to him. Your your bullets suck and your hat sucks too and you I'm going to and you should feel bad and I'm gonna make uh, and I'm gonna say somebody should punch you and then I'm gonna make uh, Bigsby's hand uh, okay Bigsby. <laughs> yeah and, and I'm gonna clenched fist that guy so I okay. have to roll a melee spell attack what don't you dare Courtney be? no comment 15 uh 15 is going to hit. All right. And that's going to be, let's see, 10, 12, 17. 17 damage? Yep. yep. Okay. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> is the... Does the clenched fist uh, apply, like, grapple or anything like that? Uh, strikes one creature, makes melee attack for the hand. No. Okay. So it was more of just, like, punching. Yeah. Okay, instead of, like... giant, like... Okay, magical. instead of instead of crushing. Okay. I can do that, though. Yes. I, I just I just want to make sure. So, all right. Uh, the captain has been punched. Ouch. Um, right. Are you going to move? Are you going to move at all? Um... Uh, I'd like to move back uh, roughly 20 feet. Okay, sure. Um, I have to do 15 because it's rough terrain, right? Uh, you are not in the jungle. Okay. So um, there is no penalty for the beach. The beach is not difficult terrain. So. Excellent. That said, uh, there's only about 30 feet of beach. So. All right, I'll move 15 feet back. Okay, so you're you're in the middle of the camp right now. Um, so I'll say uh, against certain enemies, you might have like half cover due to tents and stuff like that. May. Yes. You're up. Yes. Um. Now I've got somebody close to me now, right? You have somebody in melee range to you. Yeah, I do. Zoom. I'm gonna okay. get some blade. Uh, and I'm gonna go to hit him. Alright. That's a 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> um, is, is, is this, uh, it's, do I have a human in front of me or a hobgoblin? A, let's see. <laughs> uh, 
odd or even? I'm always odd. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it is human. Okay. Um, uh, nine damage. Okay. Um. Although a, I... a sun sword wouldn't really matter because they're both humanoids. Yeah, neither of them are undead. Yeah, I just yeah. recognized that after I asked. Yep. Um, and then can I use my uh, uh? I would like to use my cunning action because I can use it every turn. Yep. Um, to disengage. Sure. Um, and my movement to go back. Yeah. Uh, about 15 feet. And, oh, look it! I yeah. used my cunning action. I can use bolts from the grave again. Yep. I love this. Uh, modify 20 to hit? Uh, yeah, that is going to hit. Twenty-one damage. Okay. Uh, again, and Jacobin, you're able to see now. Uh, it's May, Twixen, the rest of the crew, uh, your crew rather, that have now engaged with them. And you see May, you know, throwing these like shadowy bolts. Uh, so chosen the path of evil. <laughs> She has chosen a path with powers that some might call unnatural. There you go. <laughs> I mean, no, no, not going there. She Twixen, you are up. Darth the wise. Yep. She is the new Darth Plagueis the wise. Yes. Um, how many bad guys would you say are within a thirty foot radius? Thirty foot radius. Uh, I would say that there are three bad guys within a 30-foot radius. Okay, I am going to cast Heal Wind Strike. <laughs> oh, it begins! Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So it begins while we're, while we're showing okay. off our new toy. Yeah, so, uh, so you get to make a melee spell attack against each of them. Yep. And I guess you'll have to decide which one is the, the, the ending one. Yep. So the first one will be the one in, and that is a 10 to hit. A 10 to hit. That is not going to hit. Okay. Uh, and then the next one is going to be a 20 something big 30 yeah. one yeah. to So that'll, that'll last, hit. And then the last one I'm going to pop up uh, on the one behind May. I'm sorry. Okay. Behind the one that may hedge you. Uh, and that's a okay. 22 to hit. Uh, that will also hit. Okay, so damage for the first one that I hit. Yep. Whoa, uh, hold on. Big number. Sorry. <laughs> 31 damage. Very nice.
Uh, do you have the 40. damage? Oh, 44. Sorry, I was... 44. Uh, yeah, so, May. Yes. All of a sudden, you see uh, Twixen start, uh, un- not unlike characters from Dragon Ball Z, just, like, disappear and then reappear in front of enemies and, like, lash them with his spear. But the spear, like, turns to force as he does it. Uh, master, and then master, and then disappears master. and then reappears again and does it again and then disappears and reappears and does it again and uh, and mortally wounds the one in front of you nice who then drops down into the into the the jungle overgrowth that is nice. amazing it's great yeah it's uh i don't know how i feel about the fact that bards can get it like Ten levels before Rangers can. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So skipping the first mate. Uh Alright. So uh Jacob and the one that you did the follow-up strike on uh is uh going to go after you. Uh, and because there are two crew members that are right next to you, it's going to get advantage on its attacks. Sure. Uh, the first is a 19. Hits. Oh, which does hit. Okay. Hits um, Okay. Yours too? So, who's mine? Mine too. Hmm. Do I spend this coin? That coin. I can't be critted. I I know, I know. It's to do something else. Mm. To do something else. Don't know. Uh, let's see. All right. So it's only gonna be six points of damage. However. Yeah, saw that coming. Uh, I think I am gonna spend my coin. Um, I just have to find... This makes me nervous. Uh, but you feel, Jacobin, uh, something goes wrong. And, uh what should have been like a grazing blow or whatever, like seems to have severed something. Severed something? Uh, maybe like, like a tendon or something. Oh, you oh. tore your ACL, man. <laughs> That's oh. pretty serious. Yes. this is my game it'd be a whole limb coming off <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, very true so um no uh no mechanical penalties but uh it's definitely a, a really nasty wound um that uh this is for for player information um because of the jungle is gonna fester 
Um, so your hit point maximum is reduced by one every 24 hours the wound persists. Uh, if your yeah, hit point maximum reduced to zero, you die. Uh, however, uh, someone can tend to the wound with medicine checks. Uh, or uh, I'm going to say that if you... Um, because you're a paladin and you have lay on hands... If you land, hands. if you land hands as if it were a disease, that'll cure it. Okay. So. Gotcha. So that's all. Okay. That's all. That's all. That's eh, you're pretty badly <laughs> wounded, but that's all. Yeah. It's a it's a, a five hit point lay on hands. I'm okay. Yep. All right. So. Uh, that was first attack. Oh, goodness. Second attack, uh, is not gonna do it. And after getting that first strike, gets a little overconfident, takes another swing, and it just bounces right off your armor. The next one. Oof! Oh, wait. Oh, no, that's great. Uh, oh, except it, it's it? not great. Uh, no, it rolled a it rolled a natural twenty. Ah, that'd be great if it were, and a natural one. Oh, with advantage. So, uh, so you just take six points of damage. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, and then again, gets overconfident, and the next attack misses. Once again, bouncing off your armor. Hey, even with all the damage I've taken, I still may have more hit points than most of your maximums. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we can skip that crew member. Uh, so, this is the one that was uh, by Twixen. Um, it is going to... Uh, uh, at seeing the the theatrics that Twixen unleashed, um, it is going to uh, pull out its pistol and fire at Twixen. Uh, that is going to definitely miss. Um. And then it's going to move in the direction of uh, the uh, crew member that was heading back toward the beach uh, and reaches that, that crew member. Uh, which, we go to that crew member's turn. Um, and uh, it's going to basically spend the rest of its movement to get out of the jungle onto the beach. Um, and it is going to fire up another shot. Uh, it's going to look between the two options of Zarin or Izelia. Um, decide it has a better chance of hitting Zarin. Uh, and that one also misses. Jeez, I'm not rolling very well. Uh... And it's going to take some cover behind some loose crates. 
actually, uh, when it does, so when it misses, um, you hear basically the captain bark some orders, and uh, it then uh, quickly loads up another shot and takes another shot. Uh, that one is going to hit Zarin. For seven. Okay. Uh, the Captain. Le Capitan. El Capitan. Uh... The captain is going to continue to, at this point, head back in the direction of the beach. Um, the captain has ascertained that there is a heavily armed combatant in the jungle, whereas there are uh, less armored combatants back toward the uh, the beach. Let's go. <laughs> um so at this point, the captain is going to get uh, about to where um, Twixen was before his attack. And is going to use a special maneuver. So, uh, basically, you see the captain start pulling out pistols, taking a shot, and then like... Throwing it, pulling out another pistol, taking a shot, pulling out another pistol, taking a shot. Wait, I've seen this one before. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, is going to make a pistol attack against die, everybody. Die, 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 Little, little, no, little bit. Nice, nice. L little bit. Nice. So. Uh, Alright, so, against Twixen. Uh, that is going to hit. Oh no! Uh, for eight damage against May, that is a sixteen. Miss. That's a miss. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that ability doesn't work on that. Jake Ben. Oof. That is a twenty-five. Uh for seven points of damage with a measly one on the weapon die. Uh, Izelia, uh That's a 22 to hit. Uh, for another 15 points of damage. Oh. Against Zarin. And sorry, even with the cover, uh, yeah, that was... Yeah. Uh, and, a 20, and a 25 to hit Zarin. For 13 damage. Uh, and then against Wilhelm. Uh, that is a 24 to hit Wilhelm. For 10 points of damage. But Wilhelm is one big strong boy that served in the army. So uh, uh, it does hit and he does. He takes a... It grazes... Uh, a in between part of the uh, the breastplate and sort of the little bit of chainmail that's underneath it, and like his gauntlets. Uh, and that is his turn. Jacobin, you're up. Okay. 
Did everyone, there's nobody left in the jungle. Uh, there what are, are for enemies in general. There, there's still two uh, two crew members in melee with you. Okay. Um, and then uh, the captain is in the jungle, still. The captain, the one the that captain. just did the uh, die, die, Reaper die, die, Ultimate. Die. Yes. Yes. Forgot the character's name. Yeah. Um. God dang. Uh. Well, let's finish off the one that was that I'm I've nearly killed. So start with an attack on that one. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, this will stay a normal swing. Okay. Seventeen damage. Uh, still up. Son of a gun. Okay, attack again. <clears throat> uh, 15. Okay, and that one drops the, uh, the crew member. Okay. 15 to hit. Oh, 15 to hit. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, that will hit. Okay. Yes. But that should give you an indication as to, uh, how, how yeah. badly wounded. Yep. 14 damage. Yeah, that's still good enough, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? Because I didn't have uh, Wilhelm assist you with the attack, um, I'm going to have him uh, distract the other crew member so that it has disadvantage on attacks against the two of you. Giving him, a, giving him a noogie. <laughs> That's how I imagine. No, uh, it's the it's breastplate to use like the little bits of sunshine that are coming in, just to like yeah. just like dancing to try and like get the light no. in their eyes. No, he's he's a yeah, he's no, he... he's got some tactical know-how, uh, and what he's doing is he's just like picking up like mud and rocks and stuff and just like I throwing mean, like... them. Making your oil pecs dance is definitely tactical. <laughs> it's a tactical distraction. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zarin's up. So Zarin is... Uh, you know what? Firebolt worked last time. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to do that again. Let's do that uh, again. That, that's a crit. So, uh, that's 20 damage right off the bat. Yeah. Plus another 2d10. Uh, for 24. Ouch. Uh, and that one is actually, uh, throws this bolt of fire out at the crew member that has been uh, sort of pestering and harrying uh, the two spellcasters in the back. Um, squarely in the chest uh, goes flying back into uh, some like crates and just like destroys the crates by, you know, when uh, they fall on top of them. Azelia. Um, to... Yes. Yeah. So You're up. My question becomes... Is there anybody within 20 feet of uh, the captain? 
Yeah. Anybody within 20 feet of the captain? Oh. Um, oh. Yes. So, uh, Twixen and May are within 20 feet of the captain. Is it possible for me to use Fireball in a way where it doesn't hit them? Uh, do you have the meta magic thing that lets you, uh, I think it's safe spell? Or careful spell or something like that? I think it's careful spell, because I know... Oh, you're not a sorcerer, you're a wizard. Uh, yeah. and you're not an evocation wizard, so no! There is not. It is just carnage. Okay. That's right. I'm sorry. I was getting I was I was getting your current spellcaster mixed up with your dark matter spellcaster. My apologies. It's, it's okay. I'm going to put my 8d6 down. Uh Um you could use your free action to tell us to move away and then Is that possible? Can I do that and would that work? So, you can so you can hold your action for casting a spell. How that works is you expend the spell slot. Mm -hmm. uh, and the spell uh, doesn't immediately go off. It goes off when you decide it does before the start of your next turn. You are also concentrating. Uh, and if you lose your concentration, you just lose the spell. Okay. Uh, it also burns your reaction to cast it. Uh, how close to me is he? Um, so the captain? Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain is about 40 feet. Okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna move 10 feet forward. Okay. Towards him. And then I'm going to use my Odaluke's Resilience Sphere on him. And, and then, the May, you are on deck. Yes. Um, just as a reminder, are there four pirates left? There are three pirates left. Three pirates left. Okay. Three. Three pirates left. Uh, 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 the the uh, captain uh, has to make a deck save, too. Uh, okay. So so who who needs to make deck saves? Uh, just, just the captain? The captain. Okay. Because that's what I'm trying to encapsulate in the sphere. Uh... I'm going to say that the captain fails. Uh, it has to be a 17. Uh, I'm going to say that the captain fails. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the dice did not make that very complicated, so... Cool. Working in our favor and, for one. And then I yell to the others, I have their captain in this sphere. He can't get out. All right, All right, so, uh, okay. So, let's see. As far as... There we go. I'm just trying to pull up the captain. On mobile. Oh no, it doesn't work. Oh, all for naught. Okay, anyway. So, uh, would you be so kind as to tell us uh, what exactly Odaluke's Resilient Sphere does? 
So a sphere of shimmering force encloses a creature or object of large or smaller size within range. An unwilling creature must make a dex save, which it did and it failed. Uh, nothing, not physical objects, energy, or spell effects can pass through the barrier in or out through a creature in the sphere. Uh, this creature can breathe, though. Uh, the sphere is immune to all damage. A creature or object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside, nor can a creature inside the sphere damage anything outside it. The sphere is weightless and just large enough to contain the creature or object inside. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's walls and thus roll the sphere at up to half the creature's speed. Similarly, the globe can be picked up and moved by other creatures. And then a disintegrate spell target uh, can destroy it. Okay. Without harming anything inside it. Um, hamster ball. Yeah. It is. Wait, uh, is, it that, is that the same hamster ball style that... Uh... That caught our boys up in? No. Oh. Because that was not a ball. Yeah, that one couldn't move, I don't think. It could not move. Ah. So. All right. Okay, okay. So, May, um, uh, you're yeah. up. So, I have the... Um, so, the that just leaves... So, there's a captain in front of you in a giant shimmering ball of force. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a crew member that is just on the edge of the jungle, and uh, one that is over by Jacobin. Um, how far is Jacobin away from me? Uh, Jacobin is about forty feet away from you. Okay. Um, I am going to go back towards the beach um, and basically do my uh, movement and my action to go back towards the beach towards that last one um, and again um, actually no I'm not going to use my action I'm going to use my cunning action to use my dash Okay. Um, and bolts from the grave. Okay. <clears throat> Who are you targeting with bolts from the grave? Uh, it's gonna be the the one that is like I'm the one that I'm kind of running. To okay. Um. Twenty two to hit. That'll hit. damage on that. Okay. Um, and then can I then use my sunblade to hit it? Um, you could. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll, that'll hit. Uh, 13 damage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, I like this. Oh, man, I like it. Uh, with your, with your Sunblade Strike, uh, yeah. it leaves, like, this big searing burn, uh, mm -hmm. down, uh, the human's midsection. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can see. Looks like you managed to catch underneath the, the leather armor that he was wearing. 
Twixen. I am going to cast Levitate on the boat and just hold it 20 feet up in the air. Put it in the ocean. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I will. Well, so levitate. so levitate. Things move very slowly laterally right. with levitate. Yep. 20, <laughs> 20, 20 feet at a time. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop uh, levitating it towards and over. So like 20 feet up and 20 feet closer to the ocean. Um, let me just check, because I think Levitate's, like, five feet lateral movement. It, it, I'm looking at the description right now, and it says, uh, you can change the target's altitude vibe to 20 feet in either direction. Oh, it's up, up or down. Yeah, it's altitude. Le levitate is up or down only. It's not side to side. I thought there was a way you to decide. You could bring them up really high, and then we could just drop them. Target can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object or surface. Okay. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still going to do it, and I'm just going to hold. Okay. Uh, let me just check if spells can be cast on the sphere. On the spells? Okay. Because, <laughs> like, you're not casting it through it. Right. I would be targeting the... Hamster ball. Okay, and then let me just look at levitate one more time. You know what? I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna say it works. Perfect. Since levitate can target a loose object, and I would say that's a loose object. Uh, and I mean, technically, even then, you know, there's also a creature inside that lays that weighs less than 500 pounds, so, uh, yeah. So you just want to put it 20 feet up in the air? Okay. Uh, so yeah, this also has the unusual effect of, like, that, uh, it's also, like, slightly causes the orb to spin. <laughs> right, so the captain, like, because, like, every time the captain, like, tries to move its feet or whatever, there's nothing, like, anchoring the ball so it's just like constantly spinning or whatever not enough to throw it off balance or anything so like, like that but one of those yeah ball things in the water yeah a little bit yeah yeah that's awesome. so um all right so that's that's a thing that's a thing uh all right the two remaining crew members are going to see this um and uh, they are going to attempt to just cut and run. Uh, so, Jacobin, you're going to get an attack of opportunity. And I am too, right? Uh, yes, you are as well. Okay. 26. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. 15 damage. Okay. 25 to hit. Uh, easily, yes. Seven damage. Okay. Uh, both looking pretty pretty shaken up at this point. Um, definitely, like, you see them kind of uh, just 
spit some blood and, and try and take off. Uh, but they are able to do so. Uh, the one in the jungle obviously doesn't get very far. Um, uh, it is but heading back toward the beach. Uh, the other one, once it reaches camp, just makes a beeline for the ocean. Um, and, uh, and once it gets down to the waterline, like, then takes a right and starts, like, heading in that direction. So. Uh, but it's easily still within range of the casters and May. Yeah! So. Uh, and then that leaves the captain. Uh, the captain has nothing to brace them himself against to push off, so uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it will just not do anything. Why don't you hang around? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Wow. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Alright, then. Jacobin. Oh, how far to the nearest one? Um, 15 feet. And I can get there on a normal move, so I will get there on a normal move. Um, it is difficult terrain in the jungle. Right, half movement. Half of 30, 15. I'm sorry. No, they dashed because they provoked the attack of opportunity, so 30 feet. My apologies. Not 15 feet. When when can I shoot hammers? <laughs> That's right. What is my HP requirement? Um, if I remember, you had to be over half or something. Yeah, but I think we also yeah. talked about changing it. Um, yeah. That said, That's the I, I remember. I want to say that it, uh, I don't believe I ever did change it. So let's just. Um, that's not it. Let's say that it's over half. Because that's what it was before. And I don't think I've updated it. And we'll just say uh, if your hammer ever gets its power upgraded, is we'll change it to make that more clear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna, essentially shoot a hammer blast at it, uh, two if I can. Uh, you can, as that's how that works. It's it's just you can make ranged, uh, essentially ranged spell attacks with your hammer. Master, although I have it, the master mall. Yes, the master mall. Uh, nice. But yeah, they're so the way this works, folks, is uh, Josh's uh, Jacobin's hammer. Um, when he's above. 50% hit points. Uh, he can make a ranged melee attack with his hammer that deals radiant damage. Uh, as it is a very special hammer. So. Um, 22 to hit. Yeah. 15 damage. Uh, still up, but looking very rough. Second one, 21 to hit. That'll do it. Uh, 11 damage. Uh, how do you want to do it? Yeah! I mean, I just shoot two laser hammers at him. Okay. 
so yeah, so just uh and uh shoots a shoots a bolt. Um it's actually how hammers work in Dauntless, is they have cannons attached to them. Uh which is great. So, uh you unleash this blast, uh searing searing ray out at them and uh sears the side and they just collapse in a heap. They die from sunburn. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Like uh, more, <laughs> uh, divine sunburn. Yes. Uh, that leaves Zarin. Um, let's see. Zarin is going to... Uh, Zarin's just going to use Firebolt against the uh, remaining crew member. Uh, however, uh, no, you know what? That will hit with his spell attack modifier. Nice. For seven points of damage. Not enough to take down. Izelia, you're up. Uh, I'm just going to... Con- it's a concentration, so I'm going to continue to focus on the sphere as I don't think I can move it up higher, correct? Uh, you cannot, no. Okay. Alright, then I will just kind of uh, hang here just doing what I'm doing. Okay. Um, yeah, it looks like the other crew member is attempting to run away. There are no other threats present, so I mean you don't necessarily have to take the dodge action. But uh, I will, I if Say something changes, I'll give you that benefit. All right. So. Uh, May. Chase him down. Uh, so the question is, May, are you are you looking to uh, inflict lethal damage, or are you looking to neutralize non-lethally? No, we have the captain. This, this no, he's he's giant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So movement dash with my cunning action that springs my bolts and then if he's still alive I'll... so here's the thing you can get there without dashing because you have a higher movement speed you move 35 feet oh okay yeah yeah um but I mean you can just like disengage as your cunning action yeah so yeah uh yeah that's cocked <laughs> I need that the next feat for a 19 to be a crit. Um, I mean, do you want to spend your plot coin to make it a crit? Uh, hey. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Because that's because that's automatically maximized damage and then you roll again with your bolt. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yes. 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 Another coin so, for me. So All that's right. Thirty-four to start. Uh, yeah, um, dead. <laughs> just, just, I just dead. See. I just want to see. Sure. Um, plus ten. Fourteen, fifty-six, seventeen. Wait, thirty-four. Yeah. Wait, 5 do you D6, add 5d6 plus 4 and then my dice. Do you add your do you add an ability modifier to to that? 
I have 5d6 plus 4. Well, what I'm asking is that plus 4. Oh, it just calculated it that way. Alright, fine. Uh, you are Sorry, proficient I don't... with it, and you add your dexterity modifier to its attack and damage. Well, okay, there you go. Thank you. It's yeah. again, I have to navigate this stuff on my phone right now, so. So, 34, All right. 56 in total. Yeah. No, it was dead at 34, so. Uh, yeah. Other, other crew member neutralized. All that remains is the captain. That felt good. Are, is everybody near me currently now? I mean, I'm um, at this point, I mean, uh, what is what is the duration on Resilient Sphere? Because I know uh, it's concentration. Up to one minute. Okay. Yep. So uh, it's been two rounds. Um, <laughs> so he's still up there. So it's up there for another eight rounds. Cool. Okay. So Let's keep levitating him up. <laughs> Yeah, so here's what I'm going to do is we're still going to kind of do this in initiative order. Um, until, uh, yeah, just just because uh, there is a bit of a time limit on Resilient Sphere. So, uh, all right. So that would be May. So Twixen, you are next up in the order. Everyone else is done except the captain. Yep, yep. Just just the captain remains. I will slowly lower the sphere back to the ground. Okay. Okay. And I will just stand menacingly on the other side of it, just staring calmly at the captain. Okay. And I would like to make an intimidate check to do so. <laughs> Uh, sure. That would be a 29 on my Intimidate check. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, that with every everything going on, um... The rest of his crew killed. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely in a position to, uh... Uh, bargain, we'll say, for what you want. Can I use comprehend languages? Um, what is the cast time on that? Uh, and does it oh, and does action. it require concentration? No concentration, just an action. Okay, so you you could. Okay, and I keep the sphere intact, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, as long as it's not a concentration spell. All right, I'm gonna do that. As long as that's still my, if it's my. Uh, turn. Well, it's not your turn because we gotta go through the order. Okay. Um. So up next. Um. The captain. I'm gonna say now that it's on the ground. Uh. Gonna Looney Tunes try and run. No, the captain has seen basically how quickly a lot of you can move and your ranged capabilities. So, uh, the captain is, uh, simply going to stay put. Uh, Jakepin, 
Yes. You and Wilhelm are up. <laughs> uh, we'll just head to where they are with the captain. Okay. It's going to take us a while to get there because we're still in the jungle, so. Um, well, I mean, the captain is still in the jungle, so oh, it'll okay. only take you, like, so assuming you two, like, kind of hustle your way through, um, it'll just take oh. you one round. I know what I'll do. I will healing wounds my my wound. Okay. So, yeah, so you remove the that festering wound. Um, there you go. Although we'll say, we'll say that it was a... We'll say that it was a, a vicious uh, wound that wouldn't stop bleeding since you are immune to disease. Sure. Yeah, just doesn't change anything, but yeah, just... Uh, um, he wouldn't, he couldn't... We climb. will move to where Twixen is with the captain as well. Okay, all right. Um, so I'll say you can get there in one turn, regardless. And I will help him continue to be intimidating. Okay. Sure. Uh... Let's let's put it this way. Uh, I don't think a further check is going to be required with what Twixen got, but yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So now it's the top of the order. So Isaiah, you cast comprehend languages. Uh, um, I'm gonna cast. Yeah, I'm gonna cast that, and uh, then I am going to say to him, uh, "We have you captured." Uh, you have a few options. You can either be lit up in a gigantic fireball, uh, or you can work with us and we can figure out something to make it so you can keep your life and we all get what we want. Okay. Uh, May. Uh, yeah, so I ran out on beat. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna... are you just are you just gonna make your way back? I'm just gonna make my way back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twixen, are you gonna keep up levitate? Yeah. Okay. He's yeah yeah. I mean the the captain uh, with with your intimidation, and the circumstances surrounding the situation, uh, the captain is definitely not gonna. Uh, make any moves, it seems. Uh, and, Did you know, is definitely like unsettled. <laughs> the captain is most certainly unsettled uh, by her appearance. And uh, um, does sit down on the ground and just, you know, kind of puts on, on a stiff upper lip. Um, but just kind of has arms folded and uh, looks like is is holding back fear. So it's that stiff upper lip, but you see the tears ring up in their eyes. No tears. No tears. No tears. That just that stiff upper lip that quivers just a little. Yep. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um. So, uh, I'm gonna say at this point we can dispense with initiative order. Um. So the captain uh, responds says. Well, you can, in common, Ooh. just take the cargo, and I will leave. Where's I'll take my ship, and we'll never return. Where's the cargo? In the camp. 
Okay, just making sure it's not on your ship. Well, I mean, there was some cargo on the ship, but I will instruct my crew to return the cargo on the ship and we will leave and just go somewhere else. You've already proven to be... I have a much better idea. You have caused this town a lot of trouble. And where I come from, when you cause a lot of trouble, you work very, very hard. How about you and your crew uh, donate, we'll call it, your time to the town that you stole from and help it become a better place. And if you screw it up, I will make sure that I am back with my fireball. Um, They stole. They are going to jail for sure. That's where That's they need to go. Too. That's fine, too. But I think that they could be doing work. Uh, during that time, yeah, it's part oh, of the so chain gang. Camps. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm for this. <laughs> I'm for this. Uh, you have a shop that needs help running at some points, right, May? I wouldn't trust these. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> no way. Not with, the, not with the inventory in my shop. They can no go way. break rocks. Yes. I suppose that would also be fair. Actually, no. You know what would be better? If they built docks. Hmm. They do seem to... They should have skill in that, you would think. You would think. Also... In the end, it's not we... our decision to make. It's the council's decision. Yeah, but you know we have... And I kind of like... We, we have a writ that says we can do... I think they're going to yeah, take... Yeah, I know, us. and I take it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to listen to us. I mean, but... also, think about it. The population here is boomed we kind of need more docks if we uh, for, to be able to thrive for those of you that arrived on the ship you also recall you sank <laughs> that pirate ship yeah, last we session did. yeah we did and you will have to work for what we destroyed too <laughs> so uh the captain simply says i understand that i am not in a position to negotiate So I just ask for mercy. What's your name? I am known in the Brotherhood of Corsairs as Captain Gnarl Tooth. Can I befriend Captain Gnarl Tooth? I mean... Do, are his this is this is a very gnarled? this is a very odd situation in which to do so. <laughs> um, uh, you see, there there's one tooth, like one sort of tusk-like tooth that's like crooked. One tusk tooth. One little tusk tooth. Uh, well, I mean, hobgoblins have uh multiple tusk-like teeth. Okay. Two, you know. Okay. Um. Um, but yeah, no, we, yeah. Is this Let's, your uh, um... regular red-skinned hobgoblin, or? Um, so hobgoblins tend to just have, uh, it's like shades of, like, an orange. Okay. I'm just um, going by the pictures in the 5e books. Yeah. Yeah, it's just standard. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, I don't know what ship you're talking about, because uh, 
yours is on the bottom of the Esper Sea about now. Listen. That makes it easier for us then. It does. Listen, Snarltooth. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I need from life as time goes on, and there may be a time where you and your services become also important. And though you will be going to jail at the mercy of my own hand and my partner's hands here, too, um, I am willing to kind of become a friend to you to make sure that you're treated not too harshly, but harshly enough. <laughs> Would you be interested are in you, a friend? Are you seriously telling him you we're going to treat him humanely? That's not going to happen. Humanely enough. <laughs> Why? Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone needs to calm their tits right now. So, <laughs> both of them, or do I still get one party boob? <laughs> There's no reason to. <laughs> There's no reason to treat this fellow badly. We bring him I... in to the authorities, and they take care of it. We've done our job. See, my reasoning here, and I whisper to uh, Jacobin, and I go, "Listen, I have some business at home someday that I may need a team of." people to assist with uh, so I would like to get as many people on my side as possible perception um, check to see if I could hear her say I mean you're all standing right there okay I just didn't know how how yeah I, your I, passive I perception that. is high enough that yeah okay um I'm gonna lean over uh, I I know better people than this skag um let's talk later but also, remember, and I looked at May and I go, these people may also be helpful, but when somebody's trying to, you know, have a better sense of life, they're going to do everything they can. So if they have that chance, they're most likely going to work harder, from my experience, if you have them with their interest in mind, I will call it. Bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> okay. Well, you can talk to him all you want once the council has decided his fate. From then, from then, it's up to you. You can visit him as much as you want in his cell. Okay. That's fair. And then I look over to Snarltooth and I go, You will be working hard, I assume, correct? I am not in any position to argue. And the rest of your crew that we're going to pick up? I assume they you'll... follow your orders to work hard? Again, I... Uh, and continues looking at Twixen mm -hmm. and trying to choose words very carefully. Yeah. I'm kind of failing to understand why this is still a discussion. Same, if, same. If you're going to take us to the authorities, then just get it done and over with. We'll submit okay. ourselves to judgment. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Math, legit, let's do this. Um, I am going to start walking towards the, for lack of a better term, dinghy. Um, for the folly. 
does anybody have like shackles or anything? I have a sphere. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the sphere winks out of existence at this time. Yeah. Can nope. I can, can they cast it again? It's not uh, gonna if you fit have... in the dinghy. It's not gonna fit in the dinghy. That yeah. too. On the boat. Uh, I will tie up his hands. Okay. With my rope, that's what I can do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and, have any uh, rope or anything. I suggest it'll have to be two trips on the dinghy because one trip will have to bring him, and so it'll have to come back and get one whoever's left because he can only fit three. Well, actually, yeah, and I'm, we're not walking. Me and Wilhelm aren't walking back through the jungle. We're going on the boat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to have to be so, multiple trips on the dinghy. I, yeah, that's, it's easy enough to coordinate trips. Um, yeah. uh, uh, as so far wait. as the camp. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, as I'm walking back, he, he said something treasure on the camp. On the... Yeah, I I want to just start grabbing stuff. Oh, did that um first mate have anything cool on him? Um, so the first mate uh just had a pouch of like uh fifteen gold pieces. Okay. Um, and that's pretty cool. The armor, pistol, um, some extra bullets and powder, uh, and the cutlass. Okay. Um, uh, and I would just like to look for my the adamantine in the camp. Yep. Um, so uh, I'm not going to make you make an investigation check or anything. It's just a matter of like opening up all the crates and barrels and stuff like that. Right. You it's do find uh, it is uh, there is one crate that's full of um, they didn't get very many. Uh, it looks like just a couple plates. Um, but uh, you also find in the other barrels, it's, there's like a barrel full of like apples uh, there's one full of sugar. Um, you do find, however, there is a chest which has inside. Uh, there is, um, it's like lined with, um, and like stuffed almost. Uh, looks like it was a, like a jewelry chest uh, where it has like settings inside of it. Uh, and inside there is a uh, silver necklace with a sapphire pendant. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A gold ring set with bloodstones. And two large gold bracelets. Silver necklace. With a sapphire pendant. Yeah. Uh, gold ring with bloodstones. And two gold bracelets. Okay. Okay. Uh, the captain does divulge, you know, the captain did divulge that there was also, uh, cargo on board the ship. Yeah, Twixen and I can, uh, Twixen and I can go get that. So can I. I can breathe underwater. Yeah, yep. so the three of us can. Yeah. Uh, so we'll say, in, in the interest of time. Um, that, uh, on your way over to pick up the remaining crew members who basically, like, jumped ship and are yeah. on the next island over, um, mm -hmm. they managed to make it over there. You pick them up, um, and basically take them captive. Uh, mm -hmm. 
and manage to do uh, some salvaging um, before the ship completely goes under. Um, it's, you know, there's like a couple masts still sticking up above water. Uh, hmm. mm-hmm. But you find, um, again, there's a couple of like watertight chests and barrels full of good, like trade goods. Um, but in addition, you find a silk robe with gold embroidery. Uh, a cloak that looks similar in design to Jacobin's cloak. Mm. Like his captain cloak? No. No. Uh, oh, his the cloak. one. Gotcha. His cloak. Yeah. Yep. Um, which, if you take the time to identify it, is another cloak of the manta ray. Uh, forty-four hundred gold pieces. Jesus. And two potions. Which, uh, again, if you take the time to identify a potion of fire breath and a potion of animal friendship. (laughs) How much gold did you say? 44? 4,400. It's a lot. That is. Uh, this is... Uh, and you find on your on your way back, this is basically plunder from uh, about a, you know, uh, roughly a month's worth of raiding. Um, your guess is it was uh, while you were away. Um, but uh, the captain does explain that uh, most of it was through burglary or essentially armed robbery. Uh, they okay. did not, in fact, uh, cause any uh, extensive physical harm, and they did not kill anybody. Okay. Noted. Uh, they're um, in it for the money. Not for the blood. Yeah, these guys should... Meet. Did? Oh, okay. Um, did they say where the, like, where did they raid from? This island, or was it from just five islands around? This this area? island, yeah. yeah. So okay. all of this... So it seems like all of this loot is the cumulative stock from over, like, a month's worth of, essentially, like, burglary and uh, robbery attempts. Okay. Um, so you see, and, like, some of the barrels and stuff uh, have, you know, insignias of some of the shops from around town. Okay, so all of this is from... Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, we'll say you return back to town, you bring them to the authorities, uh, the pirate, the remaining pirate crews are thrown, uh, in basically the jail cells at the guard town, or what was it, the city, or town watch barracks. Yep. And, uh, the town council thanks you for your mm-hmm. assistance again. And uh, asks if you could find and return the loot to its rightful owners. Uh, they would be they, deeply indebted. They beat me to the punch on that. Yep. Because uh, I was going to say, like, they, I was like, here is what we found. Yeah. Like, you probably have more of some type of 
you have like a town watch or town guard or something that can you can delegate yeah this i would to. think that there's probably you know of what was stolen places yeah um you know so they say i mean if if uh if you have other pressing matters to attend to um if you want to just uh drop off the goods at the at the uh town watch with the captain yeah. uh you know, they'll definitely look into uh, making sure those goods get back to the rightful owners. Yeah. Sure thing. Let me erase uh, everything I just wrote on my sheet. Oh, I just well, wrote uh, deep water. Uh, I mean, return. you don't know. We'll uh, we'll cover next time to see uh, some of those goods may not have owners. Maybe. Um, so. I'm. I highly suggest to the council. That, yeah. again, we they built docks um, instead of break rocks um, as their punishment. I suggest rocks. Because no. the thing is, like, there's already... I mean, there's already a lot of docks in the dock district. And the island's pretty small. You can only have so many docks before you have to start going in. And here's the other thing to consider is... Uh, you can only build so many docks because if you recall, uh, yeah, it's not like it, a regular it, island it, it drops where it gently slopes. Pretty. It drops off. So you can only build docks out so far. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Can uh, they work on building boats? Uh, perhaps. Um, I but make them build something, not just we're going to figure that out next time because yeah. uh, that's going to wrap things up for this session. So thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, for Tales of Jamora the Kraken's Wake, we will be back in two weeks for our next adventure. Uh, yeah. If you want to uh, see more information about Tales of Jamora, check out jamora.com. Um, if uh, you want to help support this show, um, please consider uh, subbing to this channel or giving a follow. Uh, or uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 8bitadventures uh, as well as supporting all of the other shows on this channel. Uh, anybody have any other quick announcements before uh, before we have to go? Don't no. forget to love each other. Wash your hands. Mm. Yep. That's what I got. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay six inches apart. Um... <laughs> six inches? <laughs> So what, uh, we're just leaving room for Jesus now? Yep, got it. <laughs> all right, all right. We're letting, all right. We're letting Jesus take the wheel. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, uh, Tuck uh, forgot there were other preparations that needed to be done, uh, so he was unable to join us this week. Hopefully he'll be with us next time. Uh, yeah. But aside from that, as always, have fun, everyone. Happy gaming. Enjoy your pie cake. Bye, everybody. Ooh.